Hey, 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 hey. Happy Friday. Whew. We have finally got to the end of this week. And um, let's just say I'm happy to have made it. I am very happy to have made it. And um, to all of those who uh, like to throw rocks in the pond, <laughs> kudos. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's evening time. I I usually like to do my podcast in the morning, but I thought I'd take a page out of somebody else's book and I try doing it in the evening time, um, you know, to kind of give myself a little bit of a different ambiance, a different feel, you know, to have that tired face. (laughs) that long ride home and that complaint in my spirit (laughs) so but I digress from all of that because I am happy dappy (laughs) laying on my bed (laughs) and I'm totally relaxed and I'm thinking about you so let's get started and uh, let's go hear a few poems I'm Gina Talking poetry. Come on, let's go. Well, now, (laughs) are you ready to get in bed with someone? Are you ready to sign that contract? You know, in our world today, everything is done by contracts, policies, insurance, procedures, loopholes. (laughs) Nobody wants to just say I love you. And let's stand by that. Let's be honest and transparent and stand by that. (sighs) But it's just not the world we live in right now. And we have evolved into a contractual morphosis of relationships. And you just never think that that's what it's all about. And really, you just want to hold her hand. Really, she just wants to be held. Yeah. Well, it is Friday evening, and you're talking poetry with Gina. And, um... This is my evening bit. <laughs> I kind of think I like the evening. It's, it's a little more relaxing. It's laid back. And um, kind of digging it, you know. Uh, I'm inviting you all in and to my world. <clears throat> and to the way that I think. And what's presented in my face. So... Let's move on to the next poem. (laughs) Are you ready? Come on, let's go. Contracts, insurance, and policies. What makes a situation contractual 
It's more like getting into bed with them and knowing that in the morning you're going to wake up with them. But it's just on paper. And everybody gets to make a little money. (laughs) Policies. You know, there are policies that are in place for insurance and for laws. We have these things in place for a reason. For a reason. So that we can follow the guidelines of the world and and have that structure. (laughs) We all desire to have structure. We don't know it, but we do. We like to be told how fast to drive. We like, we like that. And these are situations and things that follow us into our personal lives. You know, to have a contract is to have a marriage. You promise to be with that person to the end of your life. That's what the contract says. This is what you are agreeing on. Now, the policies fall in place when you have guidelines set up so that nobody gets hurt. You have to have that when you're in a contract. (laughs) Nobody wants to be out of favor of the contract. And when you're in these types of legalities and situations, you want to be sure that you have all of the right agreements. And you want to be more than insured. You want to know that that person is going to be with you for life. And not just life, but to be vulnerable to every situation that you may experience together. Nobody wants to be in a situation and not have that contract in place. Who wants to have a house built and here comes the contractor and, you know, he's telling you all that he's going to do. But nothing's written down. No, he can't not build my house. So, when we're in relationships, these are terms that that are not used. They're just assumed. We just believe that they're there. Oh, I love you. I love you too. That's the beginning of the contract. Because you're becoming like-minded. Or is it when you have that first date and you agree that you do like each other and that there is some interest? Is that when the contract begins? When does the contract actually begin? The day you get married, 
when you tell the world that this is my husband, this is my wife? Is that is that when the contract begins? Or or does it begin when uh, you have that first experience of making love together? Ah, uh, making love. It's, it's like the most beautiful thing you have to offer to each other. Just one of them. Is that when the contract begins? And then once the the contract does begin, what policies are in place? What are you going to be in agreement about? You know, what rules will you have that will be binding so that everybody stays honest? Is that to not cheat on each other? To only be faithful to each other? Is that what that means? Oh my goodness. When those policies are broken. The insurance game goes way up. (laughs) And you know. We all want. To have that. That contract. And to have that most beautiful house built. Or that relationship, that marriage. What does it mean for you? Do you want to have a contract together? And it sounds so business. It takes all of the fantasy and the romance out of it. It it truly does. I mean, (laughs) come on. Come on, let's let's think about it. Let's be real with ourselves. Let's be real with ourselves. To be in a contract. <laughs> and then there's those loopholes. <laughs> the loopholes <clears throat> can save you from a dangerous situation should you want to walk away from the contract and break your agreement everyone's always looking for the loophole a way out mm-hmm. talking with me Talking contracts, policies, procedures, and insurance. Let's go build that house. I've been in love. Oh yes, I have been in love. And you know, I want to be the new modern day Esther. 
if you've ever read the, the book of Esther, it is the most beautiful love story that you can ever ingest and have in your spirit. It is more than just about two people falling in love. But it's about a fight for a people to be able to to worship on that one special day and to have that king that man to kneel before you and say rule with me rule with me you know some of us don't truly understand what it means to to be a queen it's not just about having a beautiful crown and having a beautiful dress it is about having that virtue that you offer to the relationship (laughs) the thing that you have together when he kneels before you and he gives you that that love that consideration that he doesn't want anyone else just you that means that man is mad about you he is in love with you from your toenail to your hair follicle he wants you so what are you going to do to be his queen Are you just going to be a, a long hair sucker? Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> but you just, you got to give it your all. It's not a one-time gig. It's something that you do on a daily. To be his queen. You know, check it out. Check out Esther. You know, Esther. I love Esther. Because she humbly accepts. And she lets him know that I'm down. I'm with you. I'm for you. Yes, we can rule together. To rule together. And when I say that, I mean like making decisions together, paying bills together, representing the home. You know, 
everything from his favorite foods to hot rock body massages to be his queen to answer for the home to go out looking early in the morning for the best and to bring it back home and to offer it to your family I've only seen that a few times in my life where a woman is truly the queen of the house you know I have so much mad respect for the institution of marriage and who your husband is and how he people say oh he's controlling no maybe in some instances but if you can find a a true king and he kneels before you to say let's do this together let's run this thing together oh yeah be that ride or die be that queen be that queen so I leave you with this be humble and be ready because your king is out there but let him kneel before you first. Oh, our lovely Esther. (laughs) You know, the dynamic of that story is really the building of a foundation of a relationship and how it comes together and how that king just really gave in and said, if your God is that great, I will humble myself before you, woman. Will you rule with me? I will serve your God. I will be with you. Let's do this thing together. Let's build the foundation. Let's govern together. You know, I don't know a lot of couples that really do that. I I can probably, on one hand, I have two or three couples that I do know where they govern their house together. And I love to see that thing in action. You know, because for all the years that I was married and (laughs) we never governed together, it was always a separate issue. But the day that God decides to find my king for me, we will govern together. 
You know, sometimes you just want that opportunity, that chance to um, to do it together. You 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 know to do it right. Uh, I I just never truly had that <sighs> for both the marriages or <laughs> contracts that I had. They both breached the contract. They both breached and thought that it was okay to breach the contract. That it was okay to cheat or to not be honest. Now, I'm going to tell you, marriage takes work on both parts. Nobody's perfect. And you do the best that you can. You offer all of your love, your hard work, and your children, you raise them. So yeah, you know, you want to represent and be like Epster and have that great relationship, but it does come with a price. So don't think it's for free. Don't think it's for free. Oh no. (laughs) But I just want you to take some time to think about it. Think about what you want from a relationship. Then, you know, how the both of you want it to work, not just you. He offers what he thinks, and you offer what you think. It's, it's, it's a dynamic that it can work together, but you got to try. So I'll leave you with this. And we're going to move on to one more poem. And we're going to wrap this thing up. <laughs> so come on. Let's go to the next poem. in a pond is um, a very intimate act and you don't want to do it with just anybody you want to do it with somebody that kind of groove with you Um, throwing rocks in the pond yeah you know you're with your best friend Y'all talking about the same thing. Might be baseball. Might be doing nails. You know, whatever. But, at any rate, throwing rocks in the pond is something you do with somebody that you care about. So, you're not just going to invite anybody else up to the pond. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing is this. I want somebody that's going to throw rocks with me, not at me. (laughs) 
So I hope you got that message. Because uh, we don't we don't want to be made fun of. We want to be on the same page. You know, can you make them rocks skip across the water? <laughs> it, you know, can you jive with me? Can you be that companion that will throw rocks in the pond with me? How far are you willing to go to get to the pond? Well, I'll see you there. Well, we've done contracts. We've talked about Esther, and we've also talked about (laughs) throwing rocks in the pond, but with your favorite person, the person that's going to be with you to go through that longevity of life with you, that one who said that they would be with you at the beginning of the contract, the beginning of the ceremony, the beginning of the date. And they said, I, I want you. I want to be with you. And that's, that's our whole goal. As women, you know, we were designed to do this. To be nurturing, to be loving, to be kind, to be warm. To have children. To build a legacy. <laughs> it's not just a relationship is so much more and sometimes we miss the mark oh yeah (laughs) and we waste a lot of time you know the 30 years that I was married or so I should have left a long time ago but seeing as I didn't and I stayed because I thought that is what I thought. I thought that there was hope, that there was something to hold on to. When in actuality, the contract had been broken. You know, there was nothing to hold on to. There, the loopholes, uh, they were null and void. The breach had began. And when I think about it, I wasted a lot of time. A lot of my own time. But now the true gift is to heal. (laughs) And to live. And to love again. And to be loved. And to govern together. That is my my goal. To, To give that gift of love. And once again, to be loved. I am Gina, talking poetry and... This is Friday evening, and it's just me. Um, Drop me a line or two um, at my email. Uh, I would love to connect with 
a few of my listeners. Uh, tell me how you feel about what's being said, what we're talking about. If you'd like to be a part of the segment, my email is GinaOrange00 at Outlook.com. And introduce me to all your friends. <laughs> Share my podcast. Talk of poetry. I am Gina. Good Friday evening. I love you all. This is PCC. Hey, 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 hey. It's Gina talking poetry on this fine Sunday afternoon. You know, I um, just got back from Dallas and um, I was able to speak with a couple of people that have listened to my podcast. And they were asking me, when you going to put out another one? When you going to give us another something wonderful? Hmm. So I said to myself and myself said, hmm. (laughs) Ah, now's the time. So I'm going to put this out on this weekend. And um, this is right before Father's Day. So this is for all the enduring love and um, the endurance that love offers. Because um, sometimes uh, people don't know. Uh, that love is endurance and long-standing and loyalty and all of those great things that make love what it is. Um, so when I was in Dallas, I had an opportunity to have a conversation about um, contracts, policies, and procedures, which was really, really great. Um, and you know, even though it was light, and for those who had not ever heard my podcast, you know, we did uh, get a chance for them to chime in and uh, have an opinion. And a lot of people have uh, different uh, opinions about when the contract began, you know, with the relationship. When did it start? How did it start? Was it that first intimate moment? Was it? Um, when the first time you said hello, the what? When was it? Was it um, that moment that um, you slept together for the first time? Was it when you said your vows? You know, everybody has their own take on when that contract was in place, and um, you have to always, as my friends say, keep it funky. And you too. You have to keep it honest with yourself and with that other person that's involved with you. Because they don't know until you share that emotion or that experience and say, you know, I, I think I like being with you. Yes, I think I enjoy your company all the time. Um, I miss you when you're not here. Um, I only do this with you. I like the way you make me feel. Um, 
it's just different times in the relationship does it then become a binding contract where you can say you know this is my guy my girl my wife my husband um it just is different times so you know it's not to say that it's a bad thing it's a wonderful thing to share a relationship with someone and to know that you mean it and to know that they mean that much to you that's the part right there that's the part you know so what do we call this segment <laughs> we call it the endurance of love that's what it's about the endurance of love because <laughs> love is a is one of the most passionate things that you can share or experience or has and um the endurance of love is beautiful and i love to take you guys on a journey with me in this segment about the endurance of love <laughs> so come on let's go let's go make a podcast let's go do that come on <laughs>